It's a good old song. We don't sing it often enough. My uh, mother-in-law, as Olive Harmon, we uh, were going to a campus ministry conference in Concord, New Hampshire. Uh, Chuck Phelps was pastoring the church there at Trinity in Concord and had hosted a church um, ministry conference for our college campuses. And so I was a part of uh, several boards that deal with college campus ministry because I was saved on a college campus. I had my family there, and we got a phone call uh, toward the end of that conference uh, that my mother-in-law uh, in Lexington, South Carolina, had, uh, was in the hospital. She had gone out to check uh, for her newspaper on a Sunday morning uh, out in the country and uh, had fallen, and it was uh, about four hours later for her daughter found her uh, laying beside the uh, mailbox. Uh, she had a brain tumor, and uh, so the, we got we flew back home, and uh, we went to the doctor with her the next day. Uh, and the doctor came in, said we've done our uh, X-rays, exams, and uh, she has a, a serious brain tumor. We cannot operate on it, and uh, she probably has uh, about a month to live. 30 days to the day, uh, she passed away. But the 30 days before that, we had some of the greatest times with that woman you would ever want to have. I mean, she was a delightful lady. Her husband, a World War II veteran, Citadel graduate, born in 1912. He was born in 1912. She was born about 1914. And um, anyway, we had a great great time with her and she was in a nursing home and we would roll her in uh, brother Capo we would roll her into the service there and uh, they would say uh, now we're going to sing some songs today what is your favorite song and she would every time she'd raise her hand abide with me and they did not know it you know they, that, that was a song they did not know at all abide with me but she would name that song, Abide With Me. And I thought about it as I looked at the song. I'll flip through the hymn book. And I look at the songs where it talks about the character of our God. Can I tell you tonight that there's probably not a family here exempt tonight where you're going through something difficult in your life or in your family. Uh, we're facing some things in our own family uh, that... Uh, some very difficult times. We're now uh, helping and ministering to people who are going through uh, tumors and cancer and uh, losses in their family and just health issues and financial loss, uh, foreclosures, all kinds of difficult things. And uh, I want to challenge you uh, with the Bible reading schedules that are on the back table there. Uh, Pastor Capel has done this uh, several times with you, and it's not too late to start in the new year, by the way. You just start wherever you are. And if you don't feel like that uh, you want to read all the way through the whole Bible, maybe you want to read the New Testament and the Psalms, or you want to read a proverb every day uh, and, and read the Old Testament this year, or some, some combination of that, or, or read all of them. This is a tremendous tool for you to be able to use. I'm going to tonight speak for a few minutes 
tonight on some things that I have gleaned from reading the Bible on the comforting that God's character brings. The comforting that God's character brings. As we face whatever we're, whatever we're going to face, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. And I don't know what, what difficult news that we'll receive. I don't know what difficult news you'll receive. I'll just let you know that as an interim pastor, I'm going to be here with you, whatever you're facing. I will stand by you with whatever you're facing. But I'm comforted tonight by the character of my God. And uh, I don't know what, what he's doing. I often say that he's, he's working in us when we're reading and studying the scriptures. He's working to help us to know him better so that we'll be able to face whatever the next news is that he has in our life. Tonight we're going to look at a simple verse, one that I use the most at the bedside and hospital visitation. That's Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 10. Isaiah 41 and verse 10. As I prayed on the phone with Fred uh, late on Thursday evening before he would go in early on Friday for his quadruple bypass surgery, one of the things I prayed for Fred is that I knew that when the doctor got in there and took and broke his chest open and got in there, he would find a heart that loves souls, that loved the souls of men. And uh, I'll guarantee you that. And, uh, but I prayed this verse with him as I often do. And many of you have memorized it. If you haven't, you need to. Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. One little verse, and we're going to start. I'm going to be preaching some messages on Job on Sunday night. Uh, not all the way through the book of Job, but on the, what Job tells us about our God. And I'm comforted tonight, even by that verse of Scripture, about what I find about the character of my God the scriptures. What you believe about God will dictate how you live. It will dictate how you trust and the one that you do trust. You'll be able to face life's difficult circumstances. And by the way, all of us, you say, well, preacher, right now things are going pretty good. Well, just wait a minute, okay? Just wait a minute. All of us, or none of us are exempt. I don't care what the Charismatic preachers try to tell us none of us are exempt from difficult times. Matter of fact, he often brings difficulties into our life to make us more and more God-dependent upon the character of our God. Tonight, I see here over and over, 365 times in the Bible, it says, fear not. That's one for every day, by the way. 365 times we're told to fear not. But he said the reason we don't need to fear, the thing that dispels our fear, is first of all the presence of God. He says, for I am with thee. I am with thee. I hope that you're convinced now as a Christian that you and I can do anything that God wants us to do if we know that God is going to be with us. 
Dr. Comfort. Uh, we've been texting back and forth here a little bit. Uh, I gave him some updates on Fred and uh, let him know we're praying for him and uh, preaching here for the two months that he's gone. You remember he told the story, and he's used it several times. I've heard him use it in the churches. I've uh, had him in our church to preach. He said, uh, you know, that he, he, he can't stand heights. He doesn't like, he didn't like, like that story we talked about today where the guy works six stories up on a building with the bricks and all of that. He, he said that he would not like that at all. He doesn't like, he doesn't mind. He's kind of like me. I don't mind being off the ground uh, up on a ladder as long as I can keep the other foot on the ground. You know, as long as I can keep one <laughs> foot on the ground. And, uh, but he said, he said, and I really, he said, we've got this Class C uh, motor home that we use now. We've used it for several years. He said, we love it. He said, because I don't want to fly. Because the Bible says, low, I am with you always. <laughs> Not high, I'm with you always. And uh, so I can do anything as long as I know God is with me. To the mission field, or witness to your neighbor, or even to the uncle that you don't want to talk to, you can do it as long as you know God's with you. He's with us, and that presence of God drives out all of our fears. Look with me at Isaiah 43. Again, reading through the scriptures, underlining and making comments about what do I see in the Bible about the character of my God. Isaiah 43, beginning in verse 1. But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. And uh, he says in verse 4, that same chapter, Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and people for thy life. And I pray that will be true for us and disciple making. Fear not, for I am with thee. I am with thee. Joshua 1, 9, have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. In the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, we're to go and we're to preach the gospel, be disciple makers. We're to preach the gospel. And he says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. So he's, he's with us uh, and his presence with us is a great comfort to us no matter what we're going through. Lo, I am with you. I uh, do a lot of funerals from the preaching side of it. I now work a lot of funerals also. I've been doing it for many years, working part-time for funeral homes on the funeral home side. And uh, how many times do I either hear or use the 23rd Psalm 
The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thou art with me. I'm comforted tonight by the presence of my God. Secondly, I'm comforted by his person. He says there in Isaiah 41 and verse 10, he said, For I am with thee, be not dismayed. Why? For I am thy God. His presence first and now his person. I am thy God a personal God. He's my God. We're going to be speaking in a couple of weeks as we're going through Philippians chapter 4, as we started back on this morning. Philippians 4, 19, it says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see his provision, and we'll see that here in this text. But I'm glad for his person. He is a personal God. He is my God. Very interesting as you read through the scriptures, and you might want to underline it as you do, especially in the Psalms, where it mentions over and over again, my God, my God. I, when I th thought of that, I thought of an old uh, sermon by S.M. Lockridge, a uh, black preacher. You can listen to it on the internet sometime. S.M. Lockridge uh, preaching that old message, my king. He's my king. And uh, I'm glad not only is he the king, but he's mine. He's my God, the personal God. And I'm comforted tonight by his presence and that he's my personal God. I'm also comforted by his power. Notice he says, I will strengthen thee Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Tonight, the Lord's power, we're going to look at, first of all, his strength. I prayed this on the phone with Fred on Thursday night about this God who was going to strengthen him, who was going to help him, and was going to uphold him with, with God's right hand. So we're looking, first of all, at his strength. Look at Isaiah 40 and verse 9. Isaiah 40 and verse 9. He says in verse 9, O Zion, that bringest good tidings, give thee up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem, that bringeth great tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up and be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Great statement, and we ought to use that probably in this text. Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. We're looking at the strength of God, his power, and the strength he will provide. In that same chapter, Isaiah 40, look at verse 29. It says, he giveth power to the faint 
To them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Do you need that tonight? I do. When you don't know whether you can have enough strength to carry on in whatever difficulties you're going through, whatever days you're going through, or just getting old, we need his strength. He said, I will strengthen thee. Not only do we see in his power, we see his strength, we see his help. I will help thee. Help and strength, you look at those two things in the Old Testament primarily. Look at the times that those two go together. Health and strength. Psalm 46 verse 1, God is my refuge and strength. He's a very present help in a time of trouble. I mean, that takes several of these things about the character of God together. Very present help in a time of trouble. He's our refuge. He's the one that we can run to. He's our strength. He's our helper. All of that together. I mean, that, that encourages you any time. Psalm 46, verse 1. Then look back in Isaiah Chapter 41 and verse 13. He says in Isaiah 41, 13, our text was verse 10, verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Sometimes I have prayed a one-word prayer. Help! Prayed a one-word prayer. Here's a verse that says, fear not, I will help thee. I'm comforted tonight by the character of God, his power providing me with strength and help. Look at Isaiah 44 and verse 2. Isaiah 44, 2. Thus saith the Lord that made thee, he's the creator, he's the one that made us, he said, and the one that formed us from the womb, which will help thee. I mean, we ought to be convinced tonight that we said we don't know where to turn to for help. He's our help. He's our only hope. So our God comforts us tonight, especially in his power when we look at his strength and his help. And then he says, and I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I said that through that we see his power and his support for us. Upholds us with his right hand. There's an old country song, a church that I came from uh, over here. There's a guy who used to get up and sing this song every once in a while. I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Can't even walk without you holding my hand. Why? But there's a God that upholds me. He's the one that's holding me up spiritually. Psalm 145. Look at that with me. Psalm 145. Psalm 145, verse 14. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raiseth up all those that be bowed down. 
Need the Lord to support you tonight? He said he would. He'll give you support tonight and carry you through. Because he's a God that's a God of the impossible. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 says there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too hard for him. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care what you're going through. We're praying for some health issues. We prayed tonight with some folks that came at 5 o'clock to pray for a new pastor. We prayed for some health issues that just seem like they're impossible. We prayed for Sierra Durking, who got that uh, infection. Uh, here she goes to be in the hospital with her son that had meningitis as they were on a trip, a family trip, to visit family in Pennsylvania. The boy goes in the hospital with meningitis. She goes in the hospital. She catches an infection. That infection runs through her body. She gets pneumonia. They put her on a ventilator. Now that infection is still throughout her body. And I talked to her assistant pastor, the assistant pastor there at Harvest Baptist Church at Walmart on Friday. And he said, Brother Gary said, it looks like she's going to lose her arms and legs. Her parents are some of the sweetest Christians you'd ever want to meet. She's a sweet girl. Her husband is. They work in the children's ministry at Harvest Baptist Church. And they're going through a difficult time. But Linda, when I, Linda and I pray, we pray for Sierra. And we pray, God, would you do something that's impossible? Would you allow her? It looks like she's going to live. At first, we didn't know whether she was going to live. It looks like she may be survive this, but she may lose both arms and legs. And I'm praying that God is going to overrule I can trust the character of God tonight. I can trust him for his presence. He's with her too. He's her God. She has a tremendous testimony for the Lord. That God is powerful. It can provide strength for her and for her parents and her husband. The God that offers help to her. He's her only hope and help. And the one that upholds her with the right hand of his righteousness. This God provides safety and security and protection and provision tonight. And as I look at that one little verse and as you read through your Bible this year. Mark verses that tell you about God. And what you learn about him. And as I look at that one verse of scripture tonight. Isaiah 41.10. Again I tell you. It's the number one verse I quote at a bedside, hospital beds, hospital visitation. He says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going to be facing now or what you're facing in the months ahead. But there's enough about the character of God in that verse to carry you and me. There's enough to carry us tonight. And guess what? He's wanting us to know him even more. Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10 that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, be made conformable unto his death. He's wanting us to get to know him, not just in salvation, but to know him more 
in a personal way as we discover more and more about the tremendous character of our God. I'm comforted tonight by the character of God. Let's bow for prayer. Father, we thank you tonight. We sang about it tonight in Abide With Me, a God who changes not, who abides with us, who's here with us tonight. His very presence goes with us and drives out fear. Thank you tonight for a God who's in charge, a God who's in control, a God who's with me. He's my God who strengthens me and helps me and upholds me and supports me with his right hand. God, I don't know, Lord, what these dear folks here are going to go through these coming days whether it's today or tomorrow or coming months. Lord, I'm thankful that you know. And Lord, I pray that their hearts tonight would be strengthened, encouraged more to trust you because they can be comforted by the character of their God. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name.